Hey y'all, my name is Jacqueline Rivera and today I'm going to be talking about faith identity and politics. But before we get started, I wanted to throw in a little disclaimer to let y'all know that throughout this podcast, controversial and sensitive topics regarding faith and politics will arise and that I will be speaking about homosexuality and abortion directly. However, my beliefs are not intended to offend anyone. I respect those with opposing viewpoints, and I believe that everyone is entitled to their own opinions. So ultimately, my intentions are to just share my opinions and beliefs about living out your faith politically. So I am in no way here to persuade your beliefs or to question your faith, um, because that is not my place. So with that being said, I wanted to mention that I am a Christian, so when I reference or talk about Bible verses and faith, I'm referring to Christianity. Um, So I just want to say that to clear up any possible confusion. And so with all that being said, let's get started. So while preparing for this podcast, I narrowed my focus on two themes, which are living out faith politically and voting biblically. And because these two themes are so similar, Um, They do work really well together, but I will be spending the majority of my time speaking about living out faith politically because they do overlap. And I wanted to quickly mention that I will be referencing Bible verses throughout the podcast, so I wanted to let y'all know that I will be putting all the verses that are used today and a few extras that go along with the theme of this podcast in the description just in case y'all want to look at them for yourselves or to gain any further understanding. So the first thing that I want to talk to y'all about today is living out your faith politically and what that looks like for myself. And so to give you a little background, I will be 18 before the 2020 presidential election. And so being that it will be my first time voting, I want it to be special and to use it as an opportunity to live out my faith. And for those of you who may be confused or uncertain about what I mean exactly by living out my faith, I'm just talking about incorporating all that I do into my spiritual life. And so ultimately... As a Christian, I'm just striving to mature in my faith each day and to gain more knowledge and understanding about Christianity. So for me, that looks like acting on what I profess to believe in and representing myself as a Christian. And so the way I've chosen to incorporate politics into my religion is by researching the political candidates and seeing whose beliefs align with mine the most. And so For a lot of people, it may be too early to be researching political candidates and the differences between um, the political parties and their views and policies, but because this will be my first time voting, I don't know all that much, and so I want to make sure that whoever I choose to vote for, that they are an individual that most closely represents what I believe in. And so as I began researching, I came across certain issues that Christians do not believe in biblically. And the reason I say biblically is because in many ways, Christianity has become watered down and many people who profess Christianity and profess to be Christians, they choose what they want to believe in. And oftentimes, 
it's what makes them feel good and isn't necessarily always the truth anymore. But I think it is really important to remember that everyone's journey looks a little bit different. However, speaking for myself, there are certain issues that I feel strongly about and that I am passionate about religiously and politically. And the ones I'm going to be covering today are homosexuality and abortion. And so both religiously and politically, homosexuality and abortion are very controversial and sensitive topics. But because I have passionate opinions about homosexuality and abortion, I feel that voting gives me a voice to truly live out my faith and to stand up for what I believe in and for what I believe is right. And a huge part of that for me is being a Christian. And so as mentioned before, I have chosen to focus on homosexuality and abortion and to just be transparent and honest with what I believe in. And so just to give you all some information about the Christian faith and these two topics, I've chosen some verses from the Bible that I want to read to y'all. And I'm not going to read them all because we do have a limited amount of time. But once again, I will be putting the ones that I mentioned and a few others in the description for y'all to reference at any time. So the first verse comes from the book of Leviticus, chapter 18, verse 22, and it says, You shall not lie with a male as with a woman. It is an abomination. And there are other verses throughout the Bible um, in the book of Leviticus, Romans, Mark, and 1 Corinthians um, that speak about homosexuality. Um, But for those of you who are unfamiliar with the term abomination, it is essentially worse than a sin. And sins can be lying, cheating, and stealing, but God puts homosexuality above those. And by definition, abomination means gross and sickening to the creator God who in the beginning made all things good. And so reading that verse and reading the definition of abomination, I think that for anyone it is hard to read because the Bible is so clear and blunt about the stance um, toward homosexuality. And I'm sure that we all know someone who has chosen this lifestyle. And I am well aware that many people feel that homosexuality is not a choice. But once again, I'm just being raw and genuine with what I believe in. And these statements are in no way meant to offend anyone because as a Christian, I very strongly believe that we are called to love and not to hate. And the Bible says this so many times. And so to encourage Christians and non-believers, I think our approach to almost everything is to just love the individual, um, but that it's okay to hate the sin because ultimately we are just called to love and to show love um, the way that Jesus did on the cross for our sins. So moving forward onto the subject of abortion, the Bible is not as clear on abortion as it is with homosexuality as it never directly mentions abortion by name. But there are verses that support pro-life and ultimately preach against abortion. And so I'm going to read y'all two verses today 
And the first one comes from the book of Exodus, chapter 20, verse 13, and it says, you shall not murder. This is also one of the Ten Commandments, and I know that there are differing views on whether abortion is or should be considered murder, but I'm not here to debate that today. However, if we are speaking in literal terms, there is a source of life with a heartbeat that will develop into a human being that is inside of every woman when they choose to have an abortion, whether that be during the stage of a fetus, an infant, or full-term pregnancy. So by definition, if something is living and is forcibly put to death, then it has been murdered. And so this is how I interpret abortion, and I totally understand that not everyone has the same beliefs as I do, but this is just my perspective. However, A pregnancy as a result of rape is always subject to the conversation, Um, but in most cases, I think that there are more humane avenues that a mother could take other than abortion, and I think that they should be more readily available to these mothers. However, I've never been put in this position to make a choice on whether I should or need to have an abortion. Um, And so my heart just really goes out to all the mothers who have chosen or who have been forced into an abortion because I can only imagine how hard of a choice that was for them to make. Um, But moving forward to the second verse, it comes from the book of Psalms, chapter 82, verses 3 and 4. And they say, defend the cause of the weak and fatherless, maintain the rights of the weak and needy. And so one of the ways that I've chosen to live out my faith and to defend the weak and needy is by voting against abortion or voting for a candidate that does not support abortion because I think that in almost every case, if not every case, that abortion should not be an option And because we have been talking about pretty sensitive topics today, I would like to encourage those of you who may be conflicted and are looking for more answers and clarity about homosexuality um, or Christianity or abortion that you guys would look into more Bible verses um, in the books of Proverbs and Psalms and ultimately almost any book in the Bible. Um, To gain more understanding, if y'all are interested in that, or to further grasp what I have spoken about today, there's also other options of um, podcasts or sermons online. So I hope that that helps any of you who may be confused or just want some more clarity about what has been talked about today. And so in living out my faith, I feel that as a Christian, I have a huge part in representing God's word and who he has called me to be. So that leads us into the second and final theme of this podcast, which is voting biblically and ultimately voting in favor of God's truth and what Christianity stands for and representing your morals and your values in everything that you do and making sure that the person that you are today and the person that you are tomorrow are good representations of your faith. Um, And for me, that is Christianity and that the world can see a difference in me. So as we approach the 2020 presidential election, uh, politics have just become another way for me to live out my faith and 
that is voting biblically. And although there are many other political issues that I could have addressed, I feel that these two that I've chosen are most relevant in society and in my life right now. And so I just want to remind everyone that voting is an individual decision. And so if my beliefs do not represent you as a Christian, that is totally okay because everyone's spiritual journey looks a little bit different. Um, But I think that regardless of our faith or our political views, it's important that in the end, we just all choose to love instead of hate. And so as we get closer to voting this November, I just want to encourage y'all to do your research and consider your beliefs and values and see who represents you the best and which areas within politics are most important to you that you want represented on your behalf. So I just want to thank you all so much for listening to this podcast. I hope that it has given you a different perspective and has encouraged you to stand up for what you believe in, whether we share the same political or religious beliefs, and to vote for someone who represents you the best because there is so much beauty and diversity and everyone's voice should be heard.